Welcome to Christian Faith Center. We're a church that meets in multiple locations. If you'd like to know more about our church, just head to our website, experiencecfc.com. Thanks for joining us. All right. It's true. I do pray that today is a great encouragement to you. Oh, awesome. Well, hey, guys, today is a very special day. And I know we've been saying that, but it really is. It's a day that has been in our hearts for months now. We've been prepping and preparing behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in critical and key moments in the lives of people and families. And I believe that same thing translates into faith communities like Christian Faith Center. I'm willing to bet that if you look back over the course of your life, there would be some key moments, right, that shaped you and, you know, set a trajectory for your life and kind of, you know, pivoted you into the places that God brought you. And I feel like that is, that today is one of those days for us as we unpack and share some incredible parts of our rich history as a church, but we also look forward to the great destiny that God has for us. And so, listen, I don't really want to take much more time. I'm going to come back up at the end and share some great things with you. But our creative teams have put together an incredible video production that we're sharing on all of our CFC locations today that is going to absolutely inspire you and make the vision clear. So how many are excited? Come on, for Vision Sunday 2022. I want you to check this out. It's going to be amazing. Well, we are the Buellers, Dwayne and Levita. Uh, we uh, met at Northwest Bible College way back in 1951, and uh, we got married in 52, and we felt a strong call to ministry. The Lord opened up a scripture to me in 1 Corinthians 16, 9, and said there's a great door of opportunity for the work or the ministry of God, but with some adversaries along with it. We've been married now about uh, how many years? Do you remember? 150. <laughs> the story about uh, uh, purchasing this property where the building is now today, and the board members are very important, and the people, they voted uh, if we take all the money that we had, every fund, to make a payment on this property here. Uh, and so we came up uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, with uh, several hundred dollars short. And they said if we didn't get the cash, then we would uh, not buy the property. Then Wednesday night service came along and there was a stranger that came into the service. I never met him before. Right after the service, he said, I, I wanna talk to you. And so we went out the back door of the uh, church down on the boulevard and uh, he pulled out a check out his pocket folded up and handed it to me and said uh, the Lord has impressed me to uh, give you this check uh, as soon as he got out of sight I was quickly grabbed the check you know the, it was the exact amount that we needed to buy this property so there was a miracle on Wednesday night of giving one of the board members Bob Durham which was a contractor did the main building and the original sanctuary he says, I, I think we'd like to build that brick ground with a walking plow. He says, I got one, uh, and we'll put some ropes on it, and we'll get the people to pull the plow, and we'll break ground with that scripture from uh, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 9. He that ploweth in hope, 
should plow in hope. One of the board members says, that ground out there so hard, you, you won't be able to plow it. And so we got the board, uh, and you can see some of those guys are uh, pretty husky people. And uh, so they got on the ropes and began to pull, and they couldn't pull the, pull the plow at all. And then that's when you came in. I said, let's all get on the ropes when we all pull together. And so they got, we got on the ropes and we plowed ground. We all pulled together, we could do it. We was into that hard sod, and uh, uh, when that started to go over, there was an excitement that was, uh, that just captured the entire group of people that were there, uh, that we can do this, you know? And that seemed to be the, the faith that was ignited that uh, uh, God had blessed and ordained. I served as district superintendent and uh, went into retirement. This church became open and uh, the board asked me to come back and to serve as the interim and also to head up the uh, uh, search committee. After all of that searching and so on, um, Pastor Monty's name seemed to surface right to the top. He's been a very important person, he and Pastor Kelly in our lives. When Kelly and I first came to Christian Faith Center, the Lord spoke very clearly to me. And he just said, son, I don't want you to build one large church, but I want you to plant seven Christian Faith Center campuses that are growing through conversion. We rented the Idaho Center and gave away 250 bicycles to the underprivileged children of the Treasure Valley. Many of the bicycles that we're giving, giving away went to Hispanic people that were not understanding the words that I was speaking. Correct. So there, my eye, eyes made contact with Pastor Israel, and he came up there and he translated for me. But from that second on, the Holy Spirit said, that's a son of yours in the faith. You keep your eyes on him. And boy, oh boy, did we. And that's how we started our, our CDF campus. Español desde que comenzó hace 12 años, ¿verdad? El pastor Israel trabajó duro en ese tiempo por 11 años. Trabajó en el campus en español preparando. Él, él hizo el cambio, o se hizo el cambio en el mejor momento de la iglesia. E incluso bromeamos porque dicen, te ponen como pastor y cierran la iglesia. Cuando me pusieron como pastor, cerramos la iglesia en todo el país, en todo el mundo, cerró todo por cuestión de la pandemia. Pero realmente, eh, en cuanto Dios nos dio la oportunidad de volver a abrir, eh, vimos personas que realmente deseaban conocer a Dios, eh, deseaban conocer más, tener un encuentro con Cristo Jesús. Y cada domingo, de, desde ese momento hasta entonces, cada domingo vemos personas aceptando a Cristo. Mira, 220 mil personas eh, aproximadamente que hablan español aquí en Idaho. Wow, es, es bastante, bastante trabajo que hacer. Uh, a little over one year, actually. We were married here at CFC by Pastor Monty. So it was really cool how like he yeah. called us separately but together. It was mm -hmm. at the same time, but it was it was individually and together, mm -hmm. um, both at the same time. So I thought that was really really fun. But yeah. Then we went for it. Yeah, we were we were mentored by great pastors. Yeah. Um, you know, did internships through our local church. Would later go on as as God began giving our church a vision for multiplication, yeah. really what our role would become was really the church planting 
you know, people, the mm-hmm. couple in our church. So yeah. we planted the first offsite location, yep. which was our North campus at the time. Yeah. And then began to raise up leadership um, to continue to plant new churches and kind of hone that model of what the CFC multi-site movement would look like. Right. I remember we were sitting in the spa one morning and you said, Oroville is not letting go of me. That's when it began to make sense to us that we had seed in the ground financially and spiritually. We were one of the very first in the nation of all the Assemblies of God networks, states, districts, to plant a church in another state. Right. We birthed our Oroville campus on Friday nights. And we drove or flew down once a month, and it was twice a month on Friday nights. We had services in the state movie theater. The first Friday night, it was on Good Friday that we did that. 54 people from Idaho, Christian Faith Center, Idaho, either drove or flew to Oroville, California, days before to help us canvas, to help us invite. And we had 287 people, our first service. We bought our first building in Oroville, California. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget the night we sat down with Pastor John and Heidi Mitchell. And they had just been on our hearts to, to send to Oroville, to literally move them from Nampa to Oroville to be campus pastors. Our first service was uh, in February of 2014 um, in the building. Um, and we had about 35 people in our, in our very first service. I think it was 34, if I remember correctly. Um, and to us, that was huge. I mean, we had 34 people here in our first service. Now here we are eight years later, and we have double that that serve on our team on a weekly basis. Uh, which is absolutely incredible. We're able to have an impact and an influence, not just here in Orville, but all around the world um, by what it is that we're connected to is, is really, really powerful. I can just remember the, the really the birth of so many of our campuses, Caldwell and all that God has done in Caldwell and being you know really involved in, in getting that campus up off the ground. And Caldwell was our only adoption. That was a small church that had went through some terrible times and really had declined to the point of death. And uh, they had bought property and started building and the building project exploded. And um, we inherited a bunch of debt and a lot of disarray and a few really faithful people that really wanted to see God move. And we made a decision to adopt Living Waters. It was called Living Waters. And they became Christian Faith Center Caldwell. And I remember that moment was huge. We had a unanimous vote of our membership and um, there was this sense, man, God was doing something and it seemed rah, rah, rah. And then, man, the journey of Caldwell has been wild, you know, um, <laughs> major advancements and then major setbacks. And right. then to see in all of that, another miracle happen with um, the Lord giving us this amazing building paid for and now to see all the growth and um, really stayed active in that until we became the lead pastors of Christian Faith Center a few years ago. Um, and then we planted the Boise campus was kind of our final, you know, yeah. final leg before we circled back here to Nampa. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember when we launched Boise, you know, just the excitement. And today is the third year anniversary 
of our Boise campus. And um, I mean, it's absolutely amazing what God's doing. And two of those years have been with, with Jamie and I at, at the helm of our Boise campus. And so we're really just beginning to see uh, what God wants to do in Boise, Idaho. And so it's just the faithfulness, the goodness, the hand of God on our church is absolutely amazing. In our hearts, God was stirring us uh, for the Slavic American demographic, our people in a sense, to really give them a, a place that they can connect and grow at a local level. We realized we stumbled across a big need in the community. There was a big need for a uh, Russian-speaking, thriving, uh, relevant gospel-centered church. We set Pastor Jordan and Amanda down at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. And we both looked into their souls. <laughs> and I just said, son, you're going to get many offers across the nation because of the gift that you carry. Yeah. But listen, we believe that there's going to come a day that God is desirous for you to lead Christian Faith Center into the greatest days she's ever known. You know, at the time that seemed pretty radical yeah. to us. Right. But again, it gave us it gave us direction and it gave us track, um, and and it allowed us a sense of security even as far as you know something we would grow into um, as we grew as leaders. It's passed to me 15 years ago, and son, today I pass this baton to you. It also shaped the way that we led going forward because we, we understood that what we were building um, with them and really under them would be something that we would be responsible for one day. For us, we realized that Christian Facener is an incredible church with a great legacy, um, but we also realize it has a great future and destiny. And so now as we head into the future, we have two distinct teams with distinct roles. Um, Again, trying to not just serve what is, but create leadership bandwidth to be able to move our church into the future to reach new cities and uh, impact new areas and reach souls. The vision of God that he's given this church is not something we can do alone. Yeah. It's gonna take other amazing men and women of God that he's already drawn here and that he is yet to draw here right. before we see this vision completely come to pass. Hey, hello to the Christian Faith Center family. Hey, I'm so excited for Vision Sunday 2022. You know, over the years, I've been a part of a lot of Vision Sundays, but obviously this one is my absolute favorite. As the new senior leader of Christian Faith Center, it is such a privilege to be able to speak to the whole Christian Faith Center family and really begin to unpack where God is leading us in the future. Christian Faith Center is such an amazing church with a rich, history of faith and God's faithfulness that has led us to this place. 
You guys have heard just a couple of the amazing stories and the steps of faith that have been taken that have led us to where we are today. I remember, man, almost 15 years ago now, beginning to dream and believe and build toward the vision of one church in seven campuses. We have seen the Lord be faithful to fulfill his promises and lead us from one church in one place to now one church that meets seven campuses, four cities, two states, and three languages. Man, has God been faithful. So really, one of the amazing things about this season is that we are a church, yes, that has seen the faithfulness of God over our history, but we are also a community of believers that has seen the fulfillment of the vision that God has put on this house. And so really, as the senior leader of CFC and all of our executive leadership teams, from our board to our executive pastoral staff, we have been seeking the heart of God. Lord, what do you have for us next? Our rich history. But we firmly believe that our rich history pales in comparison to the great destiny that God has for CFC. One of the things I love about God is he never takes us backwards. God is a God of forward progress. The kingdom is always advancing. He's always moving his plan forward. And I believe he will be moving his church forward until the day that he comes back again. And so that has been our prayer. Lord, what does the future look like for Christian Faith Center? What are your marching orders, Lord, as we move forward? And friends, we believe that we have heard the voice of God for this next season. One of the significant things is the Lord has begun sort of shifting our hearts away from the number of campuses that we plan. Obviously, we have several campuses in some cities, but really giving us a renewed sense of burden for the cities that we are in. And as we've been praying and asking God, what do you have more of? I knew deep in my heart that the Lord would continue to use Christian Faith Center to be a multiplying church. So I, I knew deep in my heart, friends, that God was not going to do a hard left or a hard right turn. There is a DNA that flows deep within the heart of our church that I have been living out for 15 years of my life. I am a multiplier. I love reaching people. I love starting churches. I love the local church. And I, I knew deep in my heart that there would be a continuation but we really sought the heart of God for clarity, knowing that God was going to reveal to us where he was taking us next. You know, the Bible talks about vision, and it's very clear. The scripture said, without a vision, the people perish. There is a powerful spiritual reality and importance to vision in a local church. And so having become a church now that has accomplished its vision, we realize the necessity and the importance of where the Lord is taking us in the future. And so there were several very supernatural things that happened. We had outside leaders and trusted voices bring timely and strategic words. I felt like the Lord spoke very clearly to Amanda and I's heart. And there was a lot of agreement between her and I as far as what the Lord was speaking. And again, um, outside voices, even I would call prophetic confirmations of what the Lord was speaking that happened over and over again that have led us to a place of great confidence and belief that we have heard the voice of God for this next season of Christian Faith Center's vision. And friends, where God is leading us in the future is not just one church with seven locations, 
in four cities, but it will be a multiplied effect. We believe the Lord is calling us to be a church that reaches 10 cities and sees 10,000 decisions for Christ. 10 cities, 10,000 decisions for Christ. There's been an internal shift in my heart away from how many campuses we start to how many cities we impact and how many souls we can reach for Jesus. Friends, 10 cities. We live in Idaho and California, states that are full of great cities that God has a purpose and a passion for. I believe to go from four cities to impacting 10 cities, it's going to take not just a shift in vision, but friends, it's going to take a shift in strategy. And so the Lord has been giving us not just new vision, but he's been giving us new strategy. In the past, we have been very um, detailed in our approach to multi-campus. We are one church in seven different locations. We do everything together. Our campuses are campuses, just that. We are one church, seven campuses. That means we do things the same way, the same approach, the same time, in all of the cities where the Lord has put Christian Faith Center. But the bigger we have gotten, and as the Lord has enlarged our vision, I have realized the need to also stretch our model to include new ways of reaching new cities. So friends, we envision in the future not just starting extension campuses like we have in new cities, but I want you to hear this, also starting new churches in cities, not unlike the church we are a part of that could multiply itself into new cities as well. We want to not just grow by addition, but friends, we want to grow by multiplication. So as we look into the future, we see not just starting new campuses, but also starting new CFC churches that will function with the same heart, the same vision, fully aligned, fully connected, but with more freedom and autonomy to reach the individual communities that God has given us a, a foothold in. And I've got a big announcement for you. Our very first, not CFC campus, but our very first CFC church will be none other than our CFC Oroville campus. We are so excited about CFC Oroville campus transitioning to become CFC Oroville. They will stay aligned. They're still a part of our family. They're still under our covering. Pastor John, Pastor Heidi, still pastors under our movement. But they will begin functioning with a new level of autonomy and freedom to reach the Oroville community bigger, better, faster, and stronger than they ever have. And they will help to pioneer a model that we will use to start other amazing CFC churches in the future. Now, I envision us continuing to start more CFC campuses as well, particularly within the Treasure Valley. The Treasure Valley is growing like crazy. We have consistently been one of the fastest growing areas in the nation. God is sending thousands of people here every single month. And church, we must reach new cities in the Treasure Valley. My heart is burning for new cities in the Treasure Valley that are full of people that God loves so much. Now friends, 10,000 decisions for Christ is not just an undertone to reaching 10 cities, 
They are both our number one priority. We want to reach 10 cities, but we want to reach 10,000 decisions for Christ. This looks like people making a decision to make Jesus Lord of their entire life. Friends, we won't take anything with us to heaven but people. It is only souls that we will take to heaven. We must present the gospel in a relevant life-giving way. We must build faith communities that people can call home and discover the life that is only found in the Lord Jesus Christ. We must, we must do this. The mandate of heaven on our church demands it. The mission of Christ demands it. And the times we are living in demand that we continue to push forward in faith, Christian Faith Center, to reach new cities and new people that have yet to hear the gospel message. 10,000 decisions for Christ. This is going to be measured in faith decisions, salvation decisions, and baptisms only. This will not be other metrics. This is just people accepting Jesus as Savior and being baptized in water. We want to see 10,000 decisions for Christ come out of not just our existing locations, but the other great churches and campuses that we will start in the future. Now listen, as this vision begins to settle over our movement, it is so natural to ask yourself, what will this require of me? I know that that is the first question that I begin to ask as the vision of God became clear. I thought, wow, Lord, this is is so much bigger, right, than our current reality. Possible with God? Absolutely. Is it bigger than what we've seen? You better believe it. But friends, we we cannot and will not exhaust the ability, the strength, nor the faithfulness of God. Bigger vision will require our church to stretch into this next place. But I've asked myself, Lord, what will this require of me? And then I've asked myself, Lord, what will this require of our church? And you know, as I begin to process that question and knowing that I was gonna be sharing this with all of you at every CFC location, I felt like the Lord brought to me the message of the children of Israel crossing into the promised land. Obviously this month, we've been spending a lot of time talking about stronger and the promises of God for this year. But I begin thinking about this this next generation of Israelites. Now we know that it would be the second generation of Israelites that would cross the Jordan River and they would cross into the promised land. Now for two generations, they had been wandering in the desert, delivered out of Egypt by the mighty hand of God. Many miracles had taken place. The Lord had led them, not with his instruction only, but with his very presence. A a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. These were people that had seen the miraculous hand of God. And I started thinking, wow, that's kind of like the people of Christian Faith Center. This is a people that have seen the miraculous hand of God over the years. And yet the Lord was doing something new. A new generation of leadership had risen up. Moses had stepped out. Joshua, God had put his hand on him and raised him up to lead these people. And he had done a miracle and brought them over the Jordan River into the promised land. They had been a people that had walked around in the desert, had been separated into different tribes, united as a family, but separated into different tribes. And so they cross over the Jordan River. And now the Lord says, I'm going to go from making you only exist in tribes to now giving you cities. And the first city that the Lord put a target on for them was the city of Jericho. And these were people that had been used to walking around in the desert. 
And now the Lord is taking them from one season into a new season of promise, from tribes only to now cities, a new place, a new promise. In the old place, he said, follow my presence. And they had walked around the desert for many, many years. Actually, a whole generation had passed and a new generation had risen up and they had walked around the desert being faithful to God. And now the Lord says, I'm gonna begin to give you cities you did not build, houses you did not construct. I'm gonna give you vineyards you did not plant, a land flowing with milk and honey, greater than you have seen before. And I kind of thought the Lord was gonna give them a whole new strategy. And yet here's the first city, right? The city of Jericho, it's fortified and it's strong. It's gonna take a miracle for, for them to be able to get in and take this thing. And the Lord gives them instruction for how he's gonna begin giving them this new territory. And I need you to hear this because here's what the Lord tells them to do. Walk around it. The same thing he had had them doing for decades before. He says, you're gonna take new territory doing the same thing in a new place with a renewed sense of passion. He could have told them to fight it or blow it up or pick it apart or launch people over the walls or he could have done anything he wanted to. And yet he said, I want you to walk around that thing. Once a day for six days straight, you're gonna walk around that thing. You're gonna blow horns and you're gonna worship. You're gonna do what you've already been doing for so long. You're gonna walk around those walls. And then on the seventh day, he said, you're gonna do it seven times. You're gonna begin to pick up steam and do this with a renewed passion and a, and a greater sense of urgency the closer you get to the miracle. Where am I going with this, friends? Here's where I'm going with this. To see this vision come to pass is not going to take us necessarily doing a whole bunch of things that we've never done before. But it is going to take us doing the same things that we've been doing for many years with a renewed sense of passion. He said, I need you to keep walking, not once, not twice, not even six times. I need you to do it seven days in a row. And on the seventh day, I need you to do it seven times. There's a sense of purpose and faith. I need you to keep doing what you know how to do until walls fall down and new cities open up to you. And Christian Faith Center, here is the mandate that I wanna to issue to all of us today. You already know what you need to do. What we need to do to continue to see new cities open to us, new amazing churches launched, birthed, and flourish, to see new souls flood into the kingdom of God. I need you to keep doing what you've been doing for many years. I need you to keep praying. I need you to keep worshiping. I need you to keep growing. God is calling us to keep worshiping, keep believing, keep moving, keep trusting him, keep giving sacrificially in your tithes and kingdom builders offerings, keep serving the house of God on a dream team, keep your faith up, keep your hope alive, and not just at the same level, but God is calling us to a higher, renewed, more passionate place to serve and build the vision of God through Christian Faith Center. Friends, you already know what to do, 
but we've got to now re-engage in what we know in a new season, in a new land, as God gives us a new promise. And friends, as you continue to give, continue to pray, continue to believe, continue to serve, continue to worship, continue to invite your friends into the house of God, we are going to see God do great miracles in our midst. Walls are going to fall down and God is going to give us inroads into cities we have never been in before. We're gonna have buildings we did not build. We're gonna have cities that we've never touched before. We're gonna see souls we've never been able to impact flood into the kingdom of God because we continued to do what we knew how to do, but with a renewed and greater sense of purpose than ever before. We've got to be committed to the vision of God. We've got to be committed to the culture of our church. But friends, maybe most importantly, we've got to be committed to that process individually as individuals that make up the family of God called Christian Faith Center. God has placed you here for a reason, for a purpose, and it is to see his will be done and his kingdom expand. Friends, I am full of faith and expectation, awe and excitement for what God has for us as we head into the future. We're so passionate about all of the locations we have, all of the cities we're in, all of the people that are growing into who God's called them to be. But friends, recognize this. The greatest we have seen is not the greatest we will see. God is calling us in to 10 cities, 10,000 decisions for Christ. The best is yet to be. I wanna leave you with the words of a very special individual that if you listened carefully, you heard earlier. The special individual you know as Sister B or LaVita Bueller. And she said this, and I wanna close with it. If we all pull together, we can get the job done. If we all pull together, we can get the job done. Friends, we can't do this alone. Individually, we won't see this happen. But together, anything is possible. Our God is bigger than we know. He's stronger than we realize. And together, we can do the impossible. 2022, the year we see God do something stronger. And this next season, we see God take us further and farther than we ever have. God bless you. And as your campus pastor comes, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to walk into this season with you together. Amanda and I love you. And again, the best is yet to come. Oh, come on. 10 cities, 10,000 decisions for Christ. Come on, individually, it's not going to happen. But together, friends, we can do anything and everything that God has called us to do. How many know we serve the God of the impossible? We serve the God of exceedingly abundantly beyond anything we could think or imagine. And I love that God has consistently given us a vision that is bigger than us because it means that He Himself 
will have to act on our behalf. And how many are excited to years from now be able to know that God once again moved in a supernatural way and opened to us, not four, come on, but ten cities for gospel impact. We're so excited to step into this new season with you. Listen, when you came in today, you received this little piece of, it's odd looking yarn, but now you know it is a rope. I know it makes sense. I got asked by at least a dozen of you. You're like, what is this for? I said, you'll find out. But listen, this rope represents, this rope represents the kingdom work that God has called us to. Not unlike what happened decades and decades ago when the founding fathers of this great church all bound together and couldn't get the job done without the church jumping in to break new ground. When I heard that story, there was like this, I don't know, a prophetic unction in my heart and I recognized that is exactly what must happen now if we are going to see the future that God has for us. It's not enough for our staff to be all in. It's not enough for our board to be all in. Friends, we together as the body of Christ that make up this church, we must grab the rope and pull on that plow to break new ground in new areas. This represents your part to play individually. It represents the gifts God has given you, the talents God has given you, the time that God has given to us. It represents the part that you play You are important to God, and He's placed you here as a part of this church for this season and this hour, not just to to enjoy the show, come on, but to be a part of the vision of God that He's given to our church. This represents the part you play. Listen, you are not insignificant. You matter. And individually, we can't do this, but together, friends, we can do anything with God. We can do anything. So listen, I, I want you to just... Reflect on that for a second, that you have a part to play. There is a vision in front of us. Today, as you leave, you will receive our 2022 Kingdom Builders Guide as well. Every year at Christian Faith Center, we release a detailed vision guide. Listen, Kingdom Builders is not just a goal, it is a vision. It is tied to what God has given to us. And you know, last year, we saw almost $500,000 given to the vision of Kingdom Builders to make an impact locally, globally, and through Kingdom Expansion Initiatives. Isn't that amazing what God has done in our church? We are a missions church. We are an expansion church. And so one thing I love about CFC, um, listen, you'll never have to wonder where your missions giving goes. Everything given above and beyond to Kingdom Builders, we lay out in great detail. You can see every missions partner, every local partnership, every foreign's mission, every foreign missions partnership or missionary that we support, all of the expansion initiatives that we hope to accomplish. And friends, one of those big initiatives is a fund that is going to enable us to continue, come on, to plant more life-giving CFC campuses and churches as God opens those to us. And so listen... You're going to receive this on the way out. This is really just informational for you today. But we want every member of CFC to have one of these. And inside of it is your 2022 Kingdom Builders Pledge Card. And so listen, we're asking everybody who calls CFC home to pray about how you can participate in the vision of God in 2022. Listen, it's not equal giving, it's equal sacrifice. 
If you're doing nothing now, go from nothing to $10 a month. Come on, somebody. Every little bit helps propel the vision forward. Now listen, some of you are like, Pastor, I get it. This is old hat. We've been doing this for years. I'm still asking every one of you to fill out a pledge card for 2022 for two reasons. Number one, we are committed to growing. Amen? My pledge for 2022 is bigger than my pledge for 2021. We want to stretch and grow our faith. But more than that, it's very practical. If you don't turn in a pledge card, we have no idea what to expect. And we want to make commitments to missionaries that we intend to fulfill. Amen? And so, on a very practical level, this helps us to know what we can anticipate month to month and throughout the year as you guys give generously to Kingdom Builders. So listen, there is a table, and you cannot miss it. There's a 20-foot Kingdom Builders wall in the foyer. It's surrounded by tables. There is a special gift that you will receive over the next few weeks as you give your Kingdom Builders pledge. Um, You'll give your pledge. They'll give you a 2022 gift. And um, we're just asking that over the next few weeks, that as your heart is moved, you would hear from the Lord. Again, obedience is the goal. Amen? We just want you to hear from the Lord and partner with this ministry as you would, uh, would see fit between you and God. And so together, friends, we can accomplish this. And I just want you to know that Amanda and I, the greatest privilege that we've ever had outside of being married to each other and knowing Jesus is leading Christian Faith Center. You are a special people that we love with all of our hearts. And we are so excited to serve the vision God is giving this church as we walk into the future together. So we want to invite you to stand to your feet today. And we're going to conclude this time. And we're just going to sing this declaration to the Lord. That He is worthy, that He's holy. And as we do, I want you to just hold that rope in your hands. And maybe this would even be a supernatural moment for you as you sing with faith and joy to declare that God's not done with me personally, that I have a part to play in this vision. This isn't just about other people or about the church. No, no, this is about me and how God wants to use you individually and your family to make a difference for eternity. So let's not just open our mouth. Come on, let's stretch our faith. And as Pastor Ryan and the team lead us, let's sing together with faith and commit to the future together. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's sing it out, church. We join the resurrection We stand beside the heroes of the field With one voice, a thousand generations Sing worthy is the Lamb who slain We'll sing that Join the resurrection and stand beside the heroes of the faith. And with one voice, a thousand generations, see worthy is the man.